What is going on, guys? Back at it. First of all, shout-outs to you guys because the last episode is doing great, uh, doing a lot of good numbers uh, since yesterday, and it's only, it hasn't even been, I don't think, a full 24 hours at the time of this recording uh, that it's been up, and it's doing really well. So, as always, thank you guys for the love and for the support and listening. And uh, I wanted to make an episode. This episode won't really resonate with everyone, um, but maybe it will with you in the future. Or maybe it does resonate with you, and it's about people who struggle to lose weight that actually don't eat a lot. Now, this is a rare, 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 rare group of people, so I don't want you to think uh, in your head like, oh man, I don't eat that much, and I can't lose weight. Because nine times out of ten, if you're the person in your head saying that, it's not true. You're probably not realizing how much you eat. And what I suggest is for you to uh, track your macros, track your calories. Like I, and like I always say, it doesn't have to be a lifelong thing. But if you do it for a week or two, just to give yourself a picture of what your calories and macros actually look like on a daily basis. Like don't switch it up because of the numbers. Just stay true to what you normally would do in your, your typical routine. Just to get a look at how much calories you eat each day. How much carbs, protein, and fat you each eat, eat each day. And then learn to adjust it or hire a coach or read my ebook or whatever you want to do to learn or just YouTube and Google how to set my macros, how to set my calories. And that can help you out if you just want to do it that way. But there is a subset of people who, and I've had these people as clients before, and it is a struggle. It's a struggle for them as clients, and it's a struggle for me as a coach because um, it's hard to know that, like, typically. Typically, for most people, if you eat less, you're going to lose weight. And actually, if you wait enough time, even with these people, they will start to lose weight eventually. Um, but what's what's hampering them up and what's confusing the body is probably the way is the way that they train. Not probably. It's the way that they train and how much calories they burn. Um, so this is what happens when you're overweight. Now, let's say you're an overweight individual. Um, you know, let's say you're somebody who. You you know you're very active. Let's say you you do a lot, tons of cardio. Maybe you, you do running. Maybe you do CrossFit uh, on top of that or whatever it is. But either way, you're burning a good amount of calories a day, um, but you're not losing the weight, and you're even uh, eating enough enough calories. I'm not going to say you're in a deficit where you know you have to lose weight, but I'm what I'm saying is you're in enough of a deficit where you should be losing weight based on what your maintenance calories should be. So let's say you're a person that should be eating the daily 2,000 calories and you're eating 1,300 and the weight's not moving and you're doing tons of cardio and you're doing tons of this and tons of that, right? So there's a few reasons um, why the weight won't move or why the weight will be very stubborn for you. So this is what happens. Now, people got to remember when you're exercising, when you're lifting weights, uh, when you're running and you're, you're, you're actually stressing your body, your body's being stressed. It doesn't really know what's going on. It a lot of times actually thinks something's wrong. Um, and then what happens is it realizes that, okay, whatever this activity is, if it's a one-off, okay, whatever. But if it becomes a routine, it starts to actually plan for it. Now I'll give you an example of what I mean. People who are marathon runners and run regularly, like I'm talking about maybe they run, you know, 100 miles weekly and then do marathons every, you know, every two to three months, like for 100 miles or 50 miles or 25 miles, whatever it is. Those people will tell you when they're running constantly, they actually store more body fat 
than when they're not running, than when they're running, running less frequently. Um, and this is the same thing for like cyclists. This actually happened to my uncle, uh, Gary, where he was a cyclist and he noticed that he was cycling so much, his body was storing fat. And the reason why is he was eating adequate calories. He's not even somebody, at least to my knowledge, that tracks his food or anything, but he's the kind of person that eats pretty healthy. So he's, um, eating an adequate amount of calories, but he's noticing his body storing more fat. So he's not gaining really any weight, but he's storing more fat. And the reason is fat is an amazing energy source outside of carbs, right? So first your body wants to go through the carbs and then it goes through your fat. And last but not least, it'll go through your protein. So what happens is when you're cycling that much and like in his case, the body is killing through his carbs, uh, going through his fat stores typically, and then, and then eating away at the protein. Now it knows it's coming. So the body's going to be, it's like, you know what? We know this got this big race coming. So instead of putting more muscle on the body, because muscle is not a great source, an easy source of energy for the body, what the body is doing is going to say, let's store more fat. Because for some reason, this guy is going to stress us out and stress this body out. And we, you know, we don't know what's going on, but once a week or twice a week or five times a week, you know, we're doing a super strenuous activity and we need energy. Um, and the food stores aren't enough. So if we store more fat on the body, that energy is more readily available rather than going through the, the, the minimal fat stores, through the carb stores, and then hitting the protein stores, right? So the same thing as the situation I'm talking about here is, so you're, you're a very active person and you're in a deficit. Your body actually thinks something's wrong if you're in a deficit, right? So what happens is typically it's gonna say, it's looking at it, it's like, okay, Think of your body doesn't know that you're working out. Your body knows that it's going through a stressful activity where it's burning tons of calories, tons of calories. So if you're eating very minimal, it's thinking that something is wrong. Now, let's think, for example, you know what's going on in your surroundings. You know how much food is readily available for you. And your body is always trying to optimize performance and optimize its health and live. Right. So imagine if you're burning, you know, a fifteen hundred calories on top of your regular metabolic rate. So your neat calories is what you burn just by living, by waking up, by you know shivering when you're cold, by taking a walk downstairs to go check the mail. That's your neat, you know, your non-exercise uh, thermogenesis calories. Like those you just burn on a daily basis. And now on top of that, you're burning another however many calories and then you're only eating a minimal amount so let's say your maintenance was supposed to be 2000 but now you burn all these calories on top of that it's used to that having that uh those calories be burnt and then you're only eating 1300 your body is your mind is smart and your body's smart it's going to adjust to that and it's going to say i don't know what's going on right but something's happening here food is becoming very minimal um the, the, the activity is becoming very stressful on the body. I have to hold on as long as I can. And people, it's funny how it works. You know, people don't realize your body can do this. Your body is trying to achieve homeostasis at all times, right? That's why you see people get kind of comfortable where they're at, um, you know, for a long time, for the most part, right? Think about it. Think about a middle-aged person who is a pretty normal, average person that doesn't work out regularly, do they ever get like way much bigger than they ever are? Not really. Think about most average people in their mid, you know, after they get middle-aged and older. 
they pretty much stay around the same weight within, I would say, I would say easily within five pounds under or, or over, um, you know, depending on the holiday season, depending on what's going on. Right? They're probably a little more active when it's nicer out. They're probably a little less active when it's colder out. So your body's always trying to achieve homeostasis. So you react to your hunger cues. You eat, you get into a routine. You eat typical things um, over the course of a week. Holidays, you know, throwing a little bit extra. Maybe you're a little self-conscious and you eat a little less for a day or two to balance that. So like you naturally do those things. So your body is naturally always trying to keep you at a good weight. And you got to remember, also, the thing about bodybuilding, the thing about being lean is your body doesn't really want to be that lean. Some people can maintain being leaner than others a little more easy, a little easier, but some people can't. Like right now, where I'm at right now, I'm about 100, I would say 83 to 185 pounds. I'm bulking. I'm trying to get to 200 pounds by April, which sounds easy. It sounds fun, but it's actually not. It's actually very mentally challenging to work hard and get a lean body and feel amazing about yourself. And then to kind of give that up for the longer term goal every day looking in the mirror and you feel like you don't look better. You feel like you just are getting, you know, you're, you're gaining fat. You feel like you're just not looking as good. You feel self-conscious. So, you know, don't dismiss. And I talked about this in other episodes. Don't dismiss the person who struggles to put on weight or who says they're bulking and they're struggling because it's a struggle in itself. Um, I don't think one is easier or hard. I think shredding and cutting down is hard. I think bulking for somebody who, uh, has a hard time putting on weight is the same thing. But anyway, back on topic, like I'm saying, your, your, your body's always trying to achieve that homeostasis. So what it's going to do is try to hold on to where you are. So if, like for me right now, I'm 183 to 185 pounds, and I still have probably like a four pack. If I really flex, I can show a six pack. Um, I'm pretty lean. I still get pretty vascular. My legs are very lean. Even when at the height of any of my bulks or even before I even started working out, my legs were pretty lean. So genetically, my legs stay pretty lean. Um, my chest and my back are pre pretty lean, especially for me putting on three to five pounds. Um, my midsection has gained a little bit of fat, which is fine. Um, you know, which is fine for me. But what you got to realize is everybody's going to do, you know, it's going to be different for everyone. And what you got to do is main to maintain pushing that and getting through that. Like for me, I normally eat around 2,700 calories to stay lean. And again, and your body doesn't want to be lean. So I would have cravings every once in a while to eat more food. And then once I started bulking and eating more food regularly, I didn't really want it because it, my body was trying to get to a point where it probably naturally right now with my level of activity and my level of training, it probably wants to be around 182, 183 pounds. Like just going off my natural hunger cues, I'm gathering that because when I gain like my first two, three pounds, eating like 3000 calories a day, if I were to maintain that, I feel like I wouldn't have as many cravings. I wouldn't have as many hunger cues. Now my body kind of realizes what I'm doing and I'm overfeeding it. And now the satiety and all that kind of stuff has broken that plateau where now I'm getting into a fat gain, like almost like a fat gain phase and a muscle gain phase. Cause, and the thing, the way to combat that is you want to do it at a slow pace. So 
I haven't been tracking thoroughly, but I still have been tracking because I don't want to just gain 10 pounds in a month and get huge as far as huge the wrong way. I still want to maintain a certain level of leanness. If I gain 20 pounds, I'm trying to only go, you know, a couple percentages of body fat. I don't want to regress, you know, horribly. So with that being said, uh, it's the same thing. So I want to for you guys to just understand that it's a process, it's science all behind it. Um, your body's trying to maintain. So what I suggest is, um, you know, being patient. Uh, if you have a coach, you need to listen to them when they say, you know, I'm going to add in more calories or we're going to, you know, do refeeds and we're going to do this, that, and the other because it, you need these things that have scientifically proven and through practical experiments have proven that they will help you reach your goal, right? So you have to trust the process. Um, at the end of the day, it's calories in versus calories out. And if the weight's not moving, sometimes it's just your body's holding on. Sometimes it's holding on to that water weight and things like that. So what I suggest is always drinking tons of water. Um, watch your sodium levels. Um, and not saying that they need to be low because sodium is very important too. If you're not eating a lot of sodium, you need to eat more. You need to eat all the things that contribute to a regularly functioning body. So your normal amounts of sugars, your micronutrients, um, where your vitamin levels and all those kind of things, uh, take your supplements, your zincs, your magnesiums, depending on what you need, your vitamin D, um, you get an adequate amount of protein so that you're not burning through muscle and things like that. And if you find that you're just storing tons of fat, um, my suggestion is actually to lower your level of cardio and then eat the same amount of calories and what you'll probably find is you won't gain much weight your body will adjust and it will realize nothing is wrong you're just actually just losing a little bit of weight or there's a little bit less food stores around um so you kind of got to trick your own body trick your own mind in these instances that that's the way you get around it um but to get more in depth um it's a very complex topic um the last two clients i've had to do this with what happened the reason what sparked it was we started off maybe at you know a certain weight and we were we had a goal of dropping about i would say 20 pounds in a reasonable amount of time you know in a few months um which we should have made more progress after like two three months we only really dropped like four or five pounds and as a coach you got to be a little skeptical that somebody's doing the right thing and really tracking to a T. Um, but I believe this client was, and you know, had she had no reason to lie. I mean, she could possibly be doing things wrong. But either, either way, whatever she was doing, she was doing it consistently, and I was lowering the calories and lowering the amounts. And even if it was her being off, um, you know, let's say she was two to three hundred calories off from what I was telling her, we were still dropping the calories regularly, regularly, and not seeing any kind of. Um, you know, growth or progression, I should say. And then what we did was, and I realized this was the process. I realized we needed to kind of reset these goals and re get into a new place. So what we did instead was we ate at maintenance. Um, and originally she gained probably a pound or two back, but then we ate, I forced her to eat at maintenance for two more weeks, which she didn't want to do. But as a coach, you know, as, as a coach, I kind of had to tell her to trust me that the weight was going to go back down. She was going to see a lot of results. And she trusted me for two more weeks. She ended up dropping three more pounds. So she actually broke through to our best weigh-in ever. And, you know, after dieting for two and a half months and getting to 100, I think, 54 pounds, 
like 154.8 pounds after we ate at maintenance to kind of reset the metabolism and then you know her enjoy life stress a little bit less get some better sleep get better workouts do a little bit less cardio we actually broke through down to like 154 flat so 0.8 pounds almost a pound under what we ever achieved at way less calories you know where she might have been at 15 1600 calories when we did that whereas before she was at like a thousand just over a thousand calories or just under a thousand the calories are getting dangerously low for me as a coach so that's when i had to be like okay we have to set a new goal because these calories are getting dangerously low low and i don't really like it so i want to readjust let's eat at maintenance for three weeks four weeks five weeks and then now you have a new maintenance calorie set kind of thing going on. And then now we'll start to lower it slowly 50 to 100 calories again and stay in a safe range so that we still optimize performance and see results. All right, guys, that's what I really wanted to talk about this week because um, this came up with me and a few clients clients and something I've, you know, talked about and dealt with as a coach, as a, you know, as somebody who's done things for myself. Um, so I just really want to touch on that topic because I'm sure there are a few of you who listen to this that may experience this or may know somebody who's experiencing this, like somebody that does tons of cardio, tons of working out, eats pretty healthy, and then, you know, you look at them in the gym and they're like not really getting the gains that you would think. You know, maybe they're stronger, maybe they're faster, but maybe they're still holding a ton of body fat that they can't seem to get rid of. So that might be why. All right. Talk to you guys in the next one. As always, thanks for the support. You guys have been amazing. And I'll be back at it regularly next week.